Hey everybody, just before uh, you listen to this episode, I just wanted to apologise for the audio. Um, It's not an issue of the sound quality, it's an issue of... um, I don't know if it was my Wi-Fi or Robert's Wi-Fi, or possibly both of our Wi-Fi's. But uh, there's certain parts in the conversation where he cut out and then cuts back in, and it happens to me a few times as well. I've edited it as best I can in terms of finding the gaps in the conversation, because there were some very big gaps that I managed to cut out. Um, but we still have a nice conversation about our E3 predictions. Um, there may be a couple of other bits and bobs of just slightly odd sort of segue parts. But I've edited it as best I can to find basically the gaps in the conversation because in terms of lost audio, there's nothing I can do about that particularly. Uh, So yeah, I didn't want to put too long of a message here at the start. I just wanted to apologise for the audio. Um, It's happened a couple of times before, but it's never been as bad as um, what it was in this episode. Again, it's not the quality of the audio, it's just the chopping kind of parts of it. Uh, so yeah, again, I apologise for it, um, I edit it as best I can, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it, really, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen again, again, it was just one of those occasions where just something isn't working in this, in this instance, it was the Wi-Fi, um, but we didn't really have any technical issues, it was just the Wi-Fi in terms of getting, because he's, of course, in America and I'm in the UK, uh, in terms of getting our our conversations overseas, I guess you could say. So, uh, yeah, thank you for continuing to listen uh, and supporting us um, and for checking out all of our content, which is, of course, entertainmenttalk.org. Um, so, yeah, I won't uh, keep you waiting any longer. Uh, here is the start of the episode. Again, uh, apologies for the audio. Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talk's podcast for video games. I'm your host, Matthew, this is episode 73 or 4, I think. Uh, joining me today, Robert, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. We've figured everything is hot and sweaty and gross. <laughs> uh, if you hear some noise coming from my mic, that's just the window aircon unit trying to keep up and uh, keep the place dehumidified and uh, below 80 degrees. So, Cool. Nice. Um, so what have you been playing? the last week uh well the the uh um there was a big telltale sale all the games have been on sale at, at some point or other but mm-hmm. with the release of episode five for walking dead season three i went ahead and picked that up and plowed through that in a day wow okay nice um i, I guess we could do do you want to do spoiler talk at the end so, so you finished the the season two, uh, season well, three, guess... sorry. Yeah. I mean, we could do a spoiler talk at the end. Okay. All right. Just to uh, allow people to nope out if they uh, haven't finished it. Um, but what are your kind of general thoughts on it so far? You know, it's like any other games. There were some things that I thought they did really, really well. There's a couple things that 
not so much that I think they did bad, it's just I didn't understand why they did them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, it was an enjoyable game. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, I did see the sale on uh, the passes on sale, but I didn't actually look because I had them anyway. So um, it didn't really go any further. So, so what have you been playing? Apart from that, a uh, bit of that. Um, I played some. I've been playing some Division. Uh, had a weird experience today. Uh, we were talking about this a little earlier. Yeah. With Division, because I've been trying to get into uh, uh, survival. Mm-hmm. And pretty much every other time that I've played survival, uh, you just get dumped in a random starting spot in like the lower area of the map. And I could go 5, 10, 15, sometimes even 20 minutes without seeing another player. Mm. And that's usually when I get killed because they've either found better gear than me or they're better at the game shooting than me. And I was playing this morning and twice within two minutes of me launching the game, I was dead. Because I'd get gang rushed, and it was either a squad of people playing all at the same time in a in a group, mm-hmm. or I was just that unlucky to where the second I got out in the cold, oh, there's another person. Oh, there, it's my blood on the floor. There, there, I'm dead. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, like I said, I'll have to get the this the uh, DLC and um, jump on that with you. I think the DLC should still be on on the Games with Gold sale. Okay. Because they're doing a Telltale sale right now, and they're doing a Tom Clancy sale. All right, I'll have a little look after we finish here. Um, cool. So is that is that all the stuff you've been playing? Uh yeah, that's it. I haven't really gotten into Andromeda. The new job's been keeping me pretty busy, so okay. I don't have time for like you know outside of yesterday when I did the uh, you know the marathon through The Walking Dead. I don't really have you know four or five hours in a row to stretch to play game it's just you know right. a little bit here a little bit there right and you also went to see uh wonder woman you said so that's like two and a half hours or 220 mm-hmm. whatever um, yeah that game that movie was way longer than it should have been the movie started <laughs> at 11:45, and we got out of there just north of 230 wow okay cool um but that will be saved for a different time of discussion um yeah i've been playing Watch Dogs too mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it at the moment. Um, I've been playing it at length. Um, I the first I'm not sure how long I've been playing it at this point. I I would have to look up the hours because six, seven, eight maybe. Um, but I got it through my Boomerang subscription on Thursday, Wednesday, I want to say. Um, and I've been playing a bunch this weekend. Uh, the first two, three hours is a bit of a. It was a bit of a like get back into the this genre of games because it's like you have to get used to the hacking again and then all the new systems and then you have to um what do you call it you have to like use your skill tree upgrade things remember that the skill tree is there to begin with um but since i've like upgraded my stuff and like got back used to the game um and got used to sort of like because when a new game comes out even if it's a sequel or whatever you have to kind of get used to the new game's, you know, gunplay and driving and find out, you know, just how the game kind of plays. Uh, so, the, so the first sort of two, three hours was a little bit of a of a grind in terms of, like, getting into it. But uh, once I got the hang of it, I've been, like, really enjoying it a lot. Um, it's, it's, um, it's the first game since The Witcher that's got me doing side quests on it because uh, they're quite enjoyable as well. 
Um, and there's actually a side quest called Yubi Hack or something. It's basically you go into the Ubisoft building. Well, you don't actually go in the building. You, like, hack the cameras and stuff. Um, and there's all cool little posters and Easter eggs for, like, Ubisoft games. Like Assassin's Creed. Um, I think Rainbow Six Siege is one of them. And then there's, like, there's other little bits and pieces. And then, you know, as you're, like, viewing the people's names in Watch Dogs, you're like, okay, is this the name of an actual developer? Is this the person that works there? Um, I'd have to look that up myself to see if they were. Um, but yeah, I've gotten used to the gunplay and unlocked some really cool things of, like, if you're infiltrating a base, you can call a gang of people on somebody who can basically, that can basically be used as a, as a distraction. Your second option with that is to send police in. Um, because, you know, if you send a gang in, they just go in and open fire. Uh, whereas if you want a bit of a karma option, I guess you could say you call the police and then they kind of try and arrest the person or whatever. Depends on the situation. Uh, you get a nice little drone this time. It's basically like the version for in-air sort of hacking because you have the little RC car as well. I think the RC car was in the first game. Uh, I can't quite remember. Um, have you played any Watch Dogs? I played the first one a lot. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was one of those games that where I enjoyed uh, the multiplayer more than I did the actual game mm-hmm. itself. Just because hopping into somebody else's game, you know, running a mission without them knowing and without them catching, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, past that, I mean, the game was okay, but it was supposed to be like this, you know, stealthy, hacky thing, and it was just way too easy to run in guns blazing with everything, so. Yeah, I do find that a bit with the second one. It's like... A few minutes into a mission, I'm like, okay, this isn't really... A... The game wants you to be stealthy because you've got taser guns and you've got these little cars and things that you can hack with. Um, but it's just difficult sometimes to stealth some of the missions. Some of the missions I have done stealthily, uh, but it's just not the easiest of options, basically. Um, but yeah, I've been really enjoying that a lot. It's almost like... Do you think hype is bad in the... I guess, entertainment industry. Because, like, you know, if you get too hyped up for a game, No Man's Sky, for example, and then the game just is a massive uh, disappointment, it's, it works out badly sometimes. Only when it's a disappointment. I mean, there was yeah. a lot of hype around Fallout 4, and while it did have its faults, the faults were never really to the point to where it made me stop enjoying the game. It was only the uh, the super murdery ending that made me stop enjoying the game. Yeah, and I guess, like, because, I mean, there's some shows like Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, and then I'll I'll bring up Watch Dogs as, as an example of, like, okay, this is popular, it's been talked about, how good is it really? That's kind of the mindset I had going into Watch Dogs, is, like, how much am I going to enjoy this? Is it going to be good? What's the hacking going to be like? And I guess my expectations were just low, and I didn't realise how much I would enjoy the game, so... um. Yeah, I think I'm going to be playing that until maybe the end of the month, depending. Because there is a couple of DLCs as well, which are uh, pretty cheap. Um, And then the next thing I've got written down is Crash Bandicoot Remaster. So I'm probably going to play that until that comes out. Which I think that comes out on the 30th. So that would be a good kind of way to sort of pace myself with that. Um, So yeah, basically just been playing Watch Dogs. I did finish Walking Dead as well. I did the fourth episode. Apparently Guardians of the Galaxy episode 2 is out this week. Um, Apparently it is. I haven't seen any trailer or anything. Um, 
Yeah, the game's out. I haven't had a chance to play it. From what I've heard, the frame rate on it is really bad. Okay, I didn't quite have the same experience. Uh, but yeah, that's basically what I've been playing. So, um, should we move into some news? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so the first piece of news is one I haven't actually... Uh, only sort of read briefly a few hours ago when I got this news written down. Uh, and I also, have, I also have a picture to go with it as well, which will tell me some more information. Regarding Nintendo, they've made some big announcements about the Nintendo Switch's online features and functionality today. Uh, it wouldn't be today today, it would be when this was written. Uh, including the price of online membership, which is of course a big factor. You've got Xbox Live, you've got PSN, they have pros and cons. Um, so this is what Nintendo's online service is. Online play will remain free until some point in 2018, um, later than previously announced full window, at which time Nintendo will be offering memberships in the following intervals at price points, and this is listed in dollars. So one month is four dollars, three months is eight dollars, twelve months is twenty dollars. So significantly cheaper than um, PSN and Xbox Live because they're both six pound a month or thirty-five, forty pounds a year. And I think £15 for three months. I think that's what it's priced mm-hmm, at. About that. Yeah. Um, so let's see what they actually have on offer. Uh, it says by comparison, Xbox Live Gold and PlayStation Plus cost £60 a year. Nintendo also shared a slide that shows the breakdown between paid and free memberships. So let me bring that image up here. Um, so, online members. Um, so it's got a little kind of graph here. Online gameplay um, will be free until 2018 for non-subscribers. Um, online and lobby voice chat app, which we'll talk about that ridiculousness in a minute of the chat thing. Um, it says that's for Switch Online members only. So it is classic game selection, product name, subject, subject to change. And then Nintendo eShop. All the rest of the things um, that I'm about to list is for non-subscribers. So that's the access to the eShop, which that would be ridiculous if you couldn't get it for free. Um, register and manage friends, of course. Share screenshots on social media. Um, and access to Nintendo Switch parent control app. Um, I'll just read out the rest that I have here as well. Um, additionally, Nintendo confirms that subscribers will be able to download classic games at no extra cost, um, including Super Mario Bros. 3, Balloon Fight, and Dr. Mario. Right now, Nintendo is calling this classic game selection, uh, so I guess that would be the uh, games with gold type of thing, um, or the PSN free games. Uh, though this may not be the final name, um, it doesn't really matter what the name is of that. Um, when it announced the online membership program in January, Nintendo subscribers would get a free NES or SNES um, game each month. In a statement uh, to GameSpot, Nintendo said that the monthly limit had been lifted. Um, so what do you think of this at the moment? The sort of... Uh, yeah. I'm kind of on the fence about it, just for the most part, because... It's not like this online stuff is going to be handled a lot natively within Switch itself. Mm. Uh, the voice, any kind of voice over IP or voice chat is going to be done through a smartphone app, so it's going to be another device. And 
And as far as I can tell, they haven't released any announcements for uh, wireless uh, headsets. No, not that In fact, too. I don't even believe that the Switch even supports Bluetooth, which is going to be more wires. So it's one of those things that it's uh, it's going to be cheap, but, but you're not going to be getting a whole lot of bang for your buck. Mm. Yeah. Um, I know the PlayStation has the uh, Bluetooth headset thing, or you can probably use a Bluetooth headset like one that you bought previously um and then with the ps4 you've got the one headphone wire uh with the speaker thing which has a mute switch on it uh so that's for um online chat and recording and stuff like that uh, and then with the xbox of course you've got the headset i don't know if they have a wireless headset i haven't i haven't ever seen one for the xbox unless there's one that i've missed um, well, I know we had a story a couple of weeks ago about uh, a third-party wireless headset that was coming out in right, uh, tandem right. launch to the Scorpion, and it was going to natively pair with the Xbox, so mm. there was that, but so outside that of that, be... I haven't seen anything either. Yeah, that would probably be their answer to that. Um, so what do you think of the prices? Do you think they're quite good? I mean, they're pretty cheap. Uh, I mean, 20 20 bucks a month, is 20 bucks a year is pretty cheap, but again, if it's something that... You know, you don't get a lot of functionality out of, and you don't get a lot of use out of. Then it's money you're just spending for the sake of spending. Hmm. Um. So let's have a second second look at this. Uh, so let's point out the features that you get with the online, which is online gameplay, which is pretty standard to so like Mario Kart, um, and whatever other multiplayer games I have at the time. Uh, online lobby and voice chats. Um, pretty standard as well, the classic game selection and the yeah, but ag- eShop deal. Again, the voice chat is going through the uh, Nintendo app on your cell phone mm. or your your uh, mobile device. Yeah. Did you want to read out what you had for that? Oh, yeah, because there is a company called the Hori, and they have an officially licensed uh, headset for the upcoming Splatoon 2 uh, video game for the Switch. Yeah, that's another And one. if you've seen a picture of the the picture of it, it's absolutely ridiculous. The way that it works is if you got the headset, which has a cord of only 1.2 meters, so that's very, very short cord, and, and that doesn't plug into the Switch. That plugs into what is basically an aux splitter. And then you have two wires coming out of the aux splitter. One goes to your cell phone, one goes to the Switch itself, and neither one of those cables are even longer than a meter. So you've got, you know, three devices to do your voice chat for Splatoon 2. And all three of them combined is less than three meters of length. So, mm. you know, if you have your switched in the dock, that completely takes that out of the picture. <laughs> yeah, because um, you can't be sitting honestly, that close to Honestly, I don't see anybody even really... Yeah. No, you couldn't. No, it's ridiculous. You're, even if you could, your phone would just be in the way. <laughs> the only thing that's going to happen is that everybody's going to use a Discord channel. Yeah, or like any other voice chat service, really. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the whole idea of like splitting the cable off and having the app through your phone is ridiculous as well. Like, why can't I just be on the system? Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. But um, another another one of Nintendo's strange choices. Um, like I don't see the advantage of this at yeah. all. So, so what was you say? There is no advantage. It's just I think 
I, there is no advantage. It, it all boils down to the fact that for whatever reason, Nintendo is just refusing to do any kind of real over internet stuff with their devices. Mm. I mean, if you look at the Switch uh, itself, it doesn't have cloud saves for the game data. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they do updates and patches for games. Um, I would have to assume it's some over some kind of Wi-Fi. I haven't even really seen any kind of like big push for like backwards compatibility and for store. I know that for the e-store on the Switch, that it is locked to the device itself. You can't like move it either into cloud or offsite storage. Uh, so, you know, once if you anything happens to that device, any you know save game is basically boned. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, it's just not great. I mean, the service is the service itself is fairly standard. You know, you got your online play, your voice chat, and your um, eShop deals and stuff. Um, and then, of course, for non-subscribers, you can still get the eShop, but not these deals. Um, so it's pretty much the same as Xbox Live and PSN. It's just this ridiculous core thing that they've got. Is it exclusively for Splatoon, or can it be used with like Mario Kart? I'm sure it can be used for other uh, games, uh, but the article and the, the the device itself is branded for Splatoon. In fact, one of the things, if you buy it, then your Splatoon character will get an in-game item to wear that looks like the headset itself. Okay. Couldn't can, can you... Because um, the Switch has a headphone jack, couldn't you plug something in that way? Or will it, yeah, or but would that would just, just like, be for. Uh, or would the switch just block it? I guess, or just not recognize it as a, as a microphone. Well, the head, the audio jack is just for headphones out. I don't think it actually does voice. That's why it has that uh, uh, thing going with it, that splitter that goes with it, because it's just there on its own. Yeah. Um. So anything else you want to say about this device? Because, I mean, there's not much to talk about in terms of their online service because it's the same as the other three. Um, I guess the thing that would... Like, if you were to look at this and say, why is it so much cheaper? It's because... Um, maybe just the games won't be all quite there. Um, uh, well, and it most depends of the what games the... that Nintendo... Most of the games that Nintendo make aren't that really... Uh voice chat heavy i mean you got mario kart and uh splatoon 2 which is coming out but outside of that what's the game that's out on the switch that you would need voice chat for Mm. um another thing i wanted to bring up since we're talking about the switch i went on amazon and typed in because the switch is out and it's been out for a little while i went on amazon and typed Mm -hmm. in you know nintendo switch game to see what games were actually listed and there was like six or seven a couple of three of them were pre-order which was rayman legends definitive edition uh skyrim i guess definitive edition and uh the minecraft complete story the telltale game uh, and then it had zelda was of course the first sort of one <laughs> on there it had splatoon which was the other pre-order um it had uh the the mario kart game and the uh, mario odyssey whatever it's called and I think there was one more that I can't remember. But yeah, it only had like a page or two of games. Um, do you think Nintendo's third-party support is going to improve? Do you think we might see something at E3? 
It's possible that E3 could bring about a little bit more in terms of games. Mm. I mean, they've definitely sold enough in terms of numbers for the Switch hardware yeah. to justify looking into putting games on uh, on the Switch itself. And I'm sure Minecraft. I'm sure Stark uh, uh, Skyrim, even though it's a very old game. I mean, that was still probably a bit of a, a go to get that to work on a switch and that'll definitely be a seller mm. you know for the nine people that haven't played that game yet yep. one of them happens to be me kind of but um i i played it and just didn't didn't quite like it but i would play it on a switch i guess um because i don't know it just might be a bit better um so what, what was the rest of what you were gonna say uh nothing i mean it's just one of those things that i don't see the headset itself being that big of a deal and i don't see the uh the service being as uh well as well used as it. i mean people probably do like a month or two to try it mm. and then realize there's just not that much functionality to it and then just you know move on and not pay it yeah you, i mean you could still like because I, I don't have psn i still use my playstation for games and stuff and for YouTube, Netflix, whatnot. Because um, as I've said before, I just haven't been... It's a good service, PSN, if you're in there for like the discounts and stuff. But I've just not... Since I've had my Boomerang thing, I've just not bought a lot of games. Um, in fact, I've not brought any, I don't think. Apart from like uh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Pass and stuff. Um, so anything else you want to talk about with this? Uh, no, I mean, it's one of things that i it's not anything that i'm going to use but uh i'm sure some people will yep cool um so that was the only thing i had you said you had some other stuff to discuss yeah well i've got a couple of very uh, uh specific things to twitch uh first off the early bird tickets are on sale for twitchcon 2017 uh coming up in october is when the next twitchcon is and there's going to be a, uh, a Friday and Sunday pass, which is going to be $89. On site, that's going to be $109. Uh, if you go for the three-day pass, it's going to be $159, uh, which is going to be less than the $199 for the on-site uh, price. Uh, they get you, if you buy the three-day pass, uh, that actually gets you access to the Saturday night TwitchCon party as well. Cool. Uh, if you uh, manage to become one of the talent show acts for Twitch, though, you can get in for free and even get a travel stipend uh, for that. But the article that I found doesn't give a specifics on what you would need to do to be part of the talent show. Okay. So uh, if you're interested in doing that, you may have to look that up separately. Um, which, um, yeah. when, I, when I was attempting to go to this year's MCM Comic Con in London... Uh, I was looking up about press passes and stuff, and it's a totally different, like, it it won't really tell you on the website. You'd have to, like, look up something like that individually. So, um, cool. Where, where is this taking place? Uh, San Diego, I believe. I just have to double-check. San Diego. When, when is it? In October. October. Cool. Nice. Anything else you want to say about with that? Uh, no, it's one of those things that I'd love to go, but I don't think I'd ever be able to afford to. Hmm. Yeah. The the MCM Comic Con was pretty cheap. It was about 
um, let's say like between 17 and 25 pound for like one day depending on what kind of a mission you get uh, and if you get a priority ticket but if it was the I think the whole weekend so Friday as well was 70 pounds or something um, and then like the individual days were 65 50 pounds so um, pretty good pretty well priced yeah it's uh, not in San Diego I was completely off base on that it's actually in Long Beach California oh okay alright I wouldn't know like how how far apart those two locations are to be honest um, uh, so. they're not really close but Long Beach is more of a a dock port kind of area so okay it's, cool. it's it's more industrial. Alright. Nice. Okay, what else did you have to talk about? Uh, well, do you remember uh, the game a while back, Twitch Plays Pokemon, where they managed to uh, set up uh, a, a way for people to enter in text commands into the uh, chat and actually control the game? I think so. It was a big deal because, you know, you know, people that were trying to help and people that were trying to hurt. And it was basically, you know, the Pokemon red or blue, I want to say. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. One of those uh, ones. But <laughs> Twitch Plays, yeah, Twitch Plays is uh, interesting because they've had uh, uh, do everything from Dark Souls to a claw machine. Uh, hmm. Now there's a weird thing going on called Twitch Stock Stream. Some Twitch streamer who... Uh, Falls under the category of why do you hate money and if you hate it so much, can I have yours? Uh, set up a stock market account, put in fifty thousand U.S. dollars in that stock market account, and then just let Twitch go wild with the buying and the selling of the stocks. <laughs> okay. I mean, obviously there are some regulations. Uh, day trading regulations require the pool of money to stay above twenty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that if it drops below the twenty five thousand, then it stops and the game's over. Uh, if a stock you voted for is purchased and does well, you get points, which means nothing. Uh, if a stock you voted for does poorly, uh, you get docked for points. Uh, but you know this guy is basically trusting a random ass group of people with a giant pile of money. Hmm. And again, why do you hate money? And why can't I have yours if you hate it? <laughs> Yeah. So, what's the points for? Is that like to decide who? It's you... a scoring system oh, okay. for picking stocks, and oh, this guy did really good. Oh, this guy did really poor. Okay. But they don't actually get money. The only person that gets the money is the guy that set it up. Okay. So, so what does like the winner get? Uh, I don't think the winner gets anything. I think it's just there for the sake of being there. Hmm. Which, again, makes no sense whatsoever. No, it doesn't really. Okay. Um, anything else you want to say with that? Nope. I mean, the guy's a goof, but, you know, it's his money to throw away, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Interesting. Um, what else you got to talk about? Well, that's actually not even the weirdest thing that I found. Uh, Uzbekistan has banned 34 games, meaning it's illegal to import and distribute the games across the Central Asian country. Uh, The gaming list is pretty haphazard. You've got Phantasmagoria from 1995, uh, Carmageddon from 1997, 
and then some newer games. Uh, Fallout New Vegas is banned, but Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 are not. Hmm. Uh, Until Dawn, Kane and Lynch, Dog Days 2, Call of Duty, GTA San Andreas, uh, Sims 3, Sims 4, just games that uh, I've never understood the act of banning a game. Uh, but then again, I've never lived in a country that's, you know, had not had free speech rights. So Right, right. Uh, but it's just weird that they, they picked a bunch of games out of random. Mm. I remember when... They, um, they picked two games that are literally 20 years old. <laughs> I remember when uh, Modern Warfare 2, I think, was coming out. And I was, I was, I was at school. Um, I think it was Modern Warfare 2. One, one of the Call of Duties is like, what, 10, 11 of them now? Um... And everyone was like really excited because it was. I think it was Modern Warfare Two because it was like the the futuristic ish one. Because you'd gone from it was four, which was kind of modern day ish, and then it was World at War, which went back, and then Modern Warfare, which went forward a bit, like past Modern Warfare. So so everybody at school was like, oh, what what are they going to put in it? And everybody got. Um, a bit more excited for that one than the previous one, and then there was like rumors of get of it getting banned, and everybody had like, you know, um, you know, their, their little sort of freak out of like, oh, well, is, is it going to be there when I get home? Because of course that was the day it that was the day it uh, come out, and everyone was like, okay, I, I pre-ordered it, and is it going to like be here today? Um, mm-hmm. So that's a that's a funny little memory to look back on. Um, did anything like that happen to you? Uh, no, not really. But then again, this is kind of the age difference thing. Yeah. Once things like that were starting to be a thing, I was already, you know, in my mid twenties, so I really didn't have that kind of an issue. Mm. So there wasn't like an age restriction or any kind of banning or list or things like that. Right. And then all the sort of. You know, you had, like, the girls that didn't care about games at all. You had, you had like, uh, I don't like to call them gamer girls, but ga- girls that played games at school. Um, and then you had the, the people that, let's say the people that didn't care. They were like, oh, what are you getting so upset about for? It's just a game and stuff. And then, like, we'd all give them this look of, like, this means something to us kind of thing. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Okay, what else do you have to talk about? Uh, have you ever used the ad SoundCloud? I use it to upload this podcast and all the other ones that we do. So, yes. <laughs> it's one of the things that every now and then somebody that I follow on, on uh, Twitter will put something up on SoundCloud and then I'll, you know, stream it through a web page. But then after that, I kind of forget about it. Mm. Uh, but they are expanding their influence, trying to keep up with Spotify and Pandora. They just released their Xbox One app. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. Uh, it is actually available. It is a free app download, and if you subscribe with, uh, you have to either be a subscriber to SoundCloud Free, Go, or Go Plus, uh, and then anything you do on SoundCloud, you can do on your Xbox. And I would have to imagine that would uh, be part of the background playing. Yeah, yeah, probably. Like the. Uh background music app thing and the um pandora is it called i've forgotten the name of it plex yeah. or something one of the apps that um let you play music i think groove does it as well although i remember when groove launched groove does Xbox. it uh, i think pandora does it yeah 
or when the Xbox launched with uh, Groove, it didn't let you do that. Um, so yeah, it's another way that you can listen to us. You can listen to us while you play your games. So um, mm-hmm. obviously, just search for Entertainment Talk, and it shall come up. Um, cool. Have you have you used it at all? I I've downloaded it, but like I said, I've never actually signed up for a Snapchat uh, a SoundCloud account. Uh, because I was just using it through the web page, which didn't require that. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's good for like listeners, but in terms of like for me, I don't know what what particular use it has. Um, because I can't upload. The and there's no point really uploading the podcast through the Xbox because it's on my laptop anyway. But um, yeah, it's good that it's another app that's on there. So, um, is it specifically called SoundCloud? Or is it like something else? Yeah. Nope, it specifically says SoundCloud. Cool. Okay, what else did you have to talk about? Uh, well, is uh, Taco Bell a big franchise over there in the UK, or is it more of an American thing? Probably more of an American thing. I think ours is like Subway, maybe. Okay, Subway's maybe. big here too. Taco Bell is basically... A very, very low-end, cheap, pseudo-Mexican, you know, food franchise. I mean, they sell, like, tacos and burritos and whatnot, but but it's... It, I wouldn't even begin to call it Mexican food. More like, you know, kind of, sort of, heard of Mexican food. Uh, it's very popular with the drunks and the stoners because op- the stores tend to be open really, really late. So, you know, it's like 2 a.m., you're just getting out of the pub and... You know, the, the pub didn't have any food or didn't have any food worth getting, so you hit a drive through but you don't want a burger, so you go to Taco Bell and get a couple burritos and, you know, make that regret that decision in the morning. <laughs> anyway, about a year ago, they had some weird cross-promotion with uh, uh, PlayStation 4, where if you got, like, a soda or a meal or whatever, and it had, like, one of those little pull-tab tickets off, okay, uh, you could win a gold PS4 with a gold controller. Okay, sounds a bit like a um, McDonald's thing they do over here, but that that's like a yeah, I mean, monopoly thing. Yeah, it was before the PS4 Pro came out, so it was your basic standard uh, PS4 with just gold instead of black matting or whatever. Anyway, the reason why I bring it up is that two separate uh, Reddit threads have seen PlayStation 4 Golds available for sale. Uh, the the rumor is that they're going to be coming out June 9th, so that's going to be in five days. Uh, and they were in two separate locations, too. One of the threads talked about a Walmart shopper who actually saw it on the floor with the price tag 249 for the one terabyte version. And he went to purchase it, and the employee uh, took it and took it into the back and didn't let him buy it. At the same time, somebody said they're claiming to be a Target employee, and they found a listing for the unit in their computer system. But that person didn't share the pricing system and if you go on polygon's website you can see pictures of it from the promotional thing they did with the um with taco bell for the controller and there's actually a picture of the gold box that somebody had at walmart okay um and it's you know it's two it's a one terabyte for 249 so they're definitely looking to get uh the price down a little bit before uh, E3 and the Scorpion launch. Yeah, that will be. Yeah. Um, did you say it was for the Pro? Sorry. 
PS4 Pro? It, it, it was before the Pro launch, so it's going to be your standard PS4. Okay. It'd still be good for them to, to do that. And I imagine that they might drop the um, the Pro in price as well. Because, um, I mean, I have some uh, price predictions for the Scorpio that I've written down that we'll talk about in a minute. But, um, yeah, I imagine that they'll drop the price of the Pro so that it looks good against the Scorpio. Mm-hmm. And then they'll announce a bunch of games, just like everybody else will. <laughs> so... Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, that's cool. It's a, it's a gold one. Did you see the Mass Effect one they had? It did come out in March, but there was a Mass Effect uh, PS4. For PS4? Yeah. Did you Did you see that I one? I did not, but let me, uh... But, oh, okay, so, yeah, they, I know they did it for uh, the Xbox as well. I just uh, Googled it. Okay, and it's, I mean, it looks okay. Alright, I never saw the Xbox one. nothing that you couldn't do with, like, a, a vinyl skin. Okay. Um, Alright, anything else you want to talk about? No, I mean, that's all the ner- that's all the news articles that I could find. I imagine this week there's going to be big dumps of, like, pre-stuff before E3 so that it doesn't get lost in the, in the muck that is all the E3 news conferences. Um, and that's actually one of my predictions, so we'll get that started early. I predict that we'll get the official pricing and name of the Scorpio before the conference. So we'll get it like on a Thursday or a Friday something. Um, definitely before the E3 conference on Saturday, because that way they can make that announcement, get all that stuff out of the way, and then save the Microsoft concert for just games, 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 games. That's what they're going to have to do. Hmm. They'll probably still, if they did that, right, they'll probably still show it at E3, right? Oh, yeah, they'll absolutely have it on the floor at E3. Yeah. They'll have it on the, the uh, stage. Uh, they'll have pictures of it everywhere. They'll definitely show it at you know their conference, but mm. like the the name and the price. Uh, the one name that I've heard floated around and kind of makes the most sense is the Xbox One X. That way, when it gets condensed down again, it's just Xbox. Cool, cool. I like your X, Xbox One X. I like your predictions. They're quite interesting. Oh, uh, well, that's not my prediction. I've oh. heard at okay. least five different people say that. I'm just like, yeah, I could see that. Hmm. Um, so what day do you think that they would announce the Scorpio name and the um, price? Like Probably Friday? Friday. Just <laughs> Friday because, <night. laughs> yeah. well, Larry Herb, uh, Xbox Live's Major Nelson, who does mm-hmm. all their community, well, he doesn't do all of it, but he's basically the face of the bulk of their community stuff. Yeah, because this week he on does Xbox and, a, and that stuff. Yeah, he does a show every Friday called This Week in Xbox, and it's a video you can watch on your Xbox console that they eventually dump onto YouTube. I could absolutely see him getting like an exclusive, you know, you turn your console on Friday and it's just like Scorpio announcement. And it's that video with major, with uh, Larry Herb and him just saying, okay, it's this name with this price and having a whole spiel with it. Mm. I could see that so easy. And then just kind of repeating that E3 at the start. Yeah. Kind of quickly. And then then we're like, right here, the games we have. And then there you go. Yeah, it's, it's a good prediction. I quite like it. Um, so I'll read out my prediction, which is the same thing. Um, Xbox One named Plus or the Xbox One Elite. They're the only two names that I could that could, could think of. That wouldn't be, you know, it can't really be the Pro because you have the PS4 Pro. It can't really be the S because you already have one. Uh, the Xbox One Slim, I don't think, you know, 
S sort of stands for slim with the Xbox One S because it is a, it is a slimmer Xbox One. Um, I think it'll be priced at four hundred dollars, um, so US dollars for a terabyte. So I think that will be that particular bundle uh, with a few different bundles announced. Obviously, there'll probably be a two terabyte for what five hundred maybe. Uh, maybe a. F- Do you think there will be a five hundred? Oh no, there wouldn't be a. No, because I said it would be a terabyte. No, I don't see them doing a 500 gig no. just because, no. well, one, the game sizes are just too big. Um, I have a one terabyte extended drive, and I'm not close to being full, but I definitely don't have as much room as I would like. Hmm. Um, plus, people tend to like uh, iterations that are sequential, so like half, one, one and a half. Uh, mm. Since there's not going to be a half, it'll just be like one, two, and I do think there will be a three terabyte. Probably, yeah, be quite good because some of these games upscaled and that are going to look, going to take up some memory. Um, yep, especially with the 4K and the textures, the file sizes are going to be even larger. Yep, the cloud We're probably going to be looking at some like 7,500 gig. The Direct X12 and all that, so probably quite mm. a bit of memory. Uh, I mean, Halo is I think 80 gig at the moment to install. Halo 5, Quantum Break is quite a bit yep. to install. So. Halo 5 is about 80 gigs. Yep, so they're getting there already. Um, shall I read out the rest of mine, or would you like to go ahead with yours? No, go ahead. Cool. Um, so that's the bundle thing. Release dates for Crackdowns here, Thieves, Cuphead, State of Decay 2, and all of the... basic. I wrote this down in case I'd forgotten any games. All the games that we've seen announced, so the ones that we've been kind of waiting to come out. So... Um, what other ones would there be? I can't think of any off the top of my head. But sort of the ones that have been announced in the recent years. Um, I So one thing I haven't written down because I don't think it will happen. Which is kind of still a prediction. Is I don't think you'll see anything from Scalebound. Or they did do a re-release in Phantom Dust. So they don't need to talk about that. Um, but even though they did the kind of thing recently with Scalebound, I don't think we'll see anything. I think it's just too early yet. And you have a lot more other stuff to focus on in this conference. Um, so I think, yeah, all the, all, the re- all the release dates for the games that we have on their way, basically, I think we'll get um, a new type of service, something to do with the Game Pass, maybe, or some kind of news with the Game Pass. Um, they'll at least mention it and say, like, we launched this, da 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 and it's been this successful, etc., um, yeah, that's mostly my Xbox predictions. Of course, I can't predict any names of games that haven't been announced because they haven't been announced yet. Um, did you have anything for mm-hmm. Xbox? Anything else? Yeah, um, I think we'll get a lo- uh, at least three new IPs that we haven't heard of before. Okay, uh, just because Ma- Microsoft knows that they're behind in terms of exclusives. And they do have a lot of companies that can make exclusive games for their platform. Uh, they do own Rare. Uh, and they have come out with some good Rare games like Killer Instinct, the Rare Replay, the upcoming Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. So I could see you know one or two maybe games out of that. Um, yeah. The nerd boy, old school in me, would love to see some new iteration of Battletoads, but I don't really see that happening completely 100%. Mm. Um, I Marty think we'll Sli- get a would little bit of HoloLens. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll get a little bit of HoloLens, but I don't see it as like a big, big thing unless they have a product that's ready to be on the shelf on, you know, in time for Christmas. 
That's a good thing, yeah. Good, good um, prediction to make as well. Because, yeah. yeah, I think they they have other stuff to focus on in this conference. Um, yeah. Sorry. Continue. Oh, that's really all I have in terms of predictions. Okay. Um, so I think yeah, that's going to be the basically the conference's new. I mean, there'll be stuff announced that we couldn't really predict because it would be like completely new stuff um so maybe some kind of ea access stuff because they have that tied in as well um any other like service predictions in terms of that uh no i i mean they've got xbox has has got their own you know premium pass service ea Mm. has theirs yeah uh and I don't really think anybody else will launch one. I mean, it's possible that Ubisoft might, but they just as soon partner with Microsoft to do something like that. Mm. Do you think with the Scorpio we'll get a new controller, or do you think we'll just stick with the Elite for now? Uh, it's possible they might do like a, a refreshing of the Elite controller. Maybe. But the controller itself is always been pretty solid i mean say what you will about microsoft ever since the 360 they've had in my opinion the best controller i've and i've gone on record as saying why i'm not a big fan of the ps you know the playstation controller Mm -hmm. uh it's not from a lack of functionality it's more i'm always afraid i'm gonna sneeze too hard and break the damn thing yeah Uh, but i mean you know granted they didn't come out out of the gate that strong for the original xbox with the duke that big honking thing mm-hmm. uh but ever since the the 360 they've pretty much had the controller game down tight and then like i said they might do a refresh with the elite but with the uh, microsoft game labs being able to design your own controller uh they really got everything they need in terms of controllers mm. um so maybe some kind of like you know the uh the Xbox One S controller. So it was like an improved, better grip, better range, Bluetooth, Windows 10, something like that, you mean, for, for the uh, Elite thing. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to predict, really, with Xbox. I think that's pretty much the bulk of what's going to happen, is some new stuff, some service things, lots and lots of games, hopefully, because uh, they, need, they need to come out to the public and say, look, like Sony's had some really good exclusives come out this year, and Nintendo's obviously had some as well, but they had a new console. So, um, but to say like, look, I know we've only had Halo Wars two and a couple of other games for exclusives this year. Here's the release dates for the ones you've been waiting for, and here's some new ones as well. Um, and not just like Halo, Gears, Forza. I mean, I know we're gonna see the new Forza probably, um, but some people have said you know that. Uh, Halo and Gears are great games, they're amazing games, but um, Microsoft should try not to lean on them too much, as much as, as what they have. I mean, um, Sony have come out with Uncharted 4 in that last year, um, and it, and Microsoft came out with uh, Gears of War, but Sony's also released new IP in like Horizon Zero Dawn and that stuff. Um, so yeah, I think some, some new IP as well as continuing IP is what they, they really need. Um, and lots of variety as well. And one other thing I'd like to see is a bit of, instead of saying, right, here's our idea, Xbox team, they've been working on 500 games, tell me where to find them. I, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, of like, 
um, there was a thing on the, the Xbox the other day, it said like, here's our idea Xbox sale, actually no, it was in the Game Pass, it had like a separate category for it, I was like, oh, that's where they are, um, so unless, it, yeah, unless it's something, like I said, unless it's something that I've just missed in terms of finding those, have you found them? Easily? The, um, idea Xbox games? Uh, no, or time to look. Okay. Um, but yeah, some kind of, you know, they'll probably show them off on that, the idea Xbox games, but some sort of, here's where you can maybe find them as well, or just give, because they seem to do the highlight reel thing, and then end it, and then that's kind of it, so. Uh, so let's move on to Sony as well. I basically got Sony, Microsoft, and then a couple of games written down for other third parties, so would you like to go first with Sony? Uh, no, you can go ahead. Cool. Uh, Sony release dates for all the new games announced last year, apart from Death Stranding, so like God of War, Spider-Man, uh, Detroit, um, what else did they announce last year? All those new ones they kind of announced last year. Um, what was the zombie game they had? Days Gone? Yeah, Days Gone. Um... And uh, we know when Uncharted's coming out, so that won't be there. We know Crash is coming out June thirtieth, so maybe we'll maybe we'll see some more um, Uncharted Lost Legacy because we know the release date, but it'd still be good to see some some more gameplay. Um, so all release dates from those apart from Death Stranding, because that's probably not going to be coming for a while. Uh, a new service, possibly with some kind of revival for PS Now, because they have it, but I never see anyone talk about it really, so it would be good for them to maybe, because it's a service they could use and it's a good idea, because uh, it's pretty much like the Game Pass, so all those kind of services are good ideas, uh, but maybe just do something different with it, or update it in some kind of way. Uh, new games as well, so new IPs is always a good thing at conferences, um, maybe something to do with the Vita supporting PS Pro in some way, um, maybe some kind of update, I hope that they don't... <sighs> Because I sent my PS Vita back because I wasn't really using it. Um, but I guess if they released a new Vita, I wouldn't be annoyed because then I could just get that one instead. Um, but no new other console apart from that. Uh, that's pretty much my predictions. What do you think of those? Yeah, I don't see them like a new uh, uh, console. Sales numbers were for the Pro. Hmm. Uh, they've just they've just been last year, and there's been no you know rumors or rumblings they're gonna uh, replace it anytime soon or stop making the PS4 original. So it's one of those things that you know I don't see a new console. No. What about a new Vita? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, they keep trying every now and then with the Vita, but the the sales just don't really. Uh, uh, justify even trying again. I mean, somebody might try to do it considering the sales of the Switch have been so good, uh, but they're you know making a false correlation between uh, uh, the sales of the Switch and the desire for portable gaming. It's more of uh, the actual you know games themselves and the franchises. Okay. Um, what about PlayStation now? Do you think they might do anything there? Uh, it's possible they might do a price drop, but that would be like an extreme weird out of left field. 
go. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, no. Nah, they they pretty much the online services for both Nintendo and uh, so Xbox are kind of set to where they're set. So. Okay. Um. So yeah, what what uh, predictions did you have for Sony? Uh, I'm well. It's not so much a prediction; it's just more of an expectation. I expect there to be a Zero Dawn DLC story announcements. Oh yeah, uh, just because to think of that. That game did so well. I mean, it's one of those games that I'm at some point I'm going to have to buy a PS4 and play just because everybody that I know that has it and play has played. They really liked it a lot. Mm. Um, I gotta imagine that we'll get something for the next Last of Us. Whether it's you know a release date or you know gameplay, uh, I got you know that's that's more again of an expectation than anything else. Mm. Uh, past that, you know they'll probably have you know at least one good surprise for an unannounced game because we know Microsoft will probably have at least three or four. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, um, three or four new games come out and a couple piece. Mm. Um, what about like their classic games? Because last year they had uh, the announcement of um, Crash Bandicoot. Is there anything they might do there? Like with uh, I mean, it's possible. Like with a Ratchet and Clank you know, two I mean, or it something. It's possible, but they um. You know, they could do a Ratchet and Clank 2. They could do another Sly Cooper, possibly mm. another left field one. Uh, but when you think about it, they really haven't put that much effort into backwards compatibility uh, for the PlayStation 4 versus PlayStation 3. So you got to figure that they're looking more, you know, for future than, you know, trying to do stuff with the past titles. Mm. Um. What was the other? Oh yeah, they did. A, they had an announcement of. I can't remember if there was a release date, but they had the Jack and Dexter ports. Um, for PS. Were those? Yeah, PS2 to uh, PS4, and I didn't hear that those were remasters. They were just ports, apparently. So maybe we'll see something from that. Um, because that had like one little announcement video, and that was it. Um. But as somebody that would like to go back and properly play things like Jack and Dexter, Ratchet and Clank, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, God of War, um, those sort of games, I would like to see them do something there. Either like either remaster the, either port the PS3 HD versions because you do have those as well for like the trilogies of um, Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Dexter, God of War. I think they did it for. Uh, maybe just port those over to the PS4. But who knows what they'll what they'll do? There's there's a lot of different options. You can do remaster. You can do port. You can have PlayStation now be something different. So they have a lot of options. Um, but I don't know what they'll actually come out with. So, um, so what, what what were your ones? <coughs> For PlayStation. Uh, yeah, that's all that I had. Cool. All right. Um, what about third-party games? Do you have any games written down for your predictions? Uh, I don't really have any third-party games just because everything that's either been announced has been announced, and everything that hasn't, it's all just complete rumors. So. Yeah. 
Um, so I guess what about if we talk about um, announcements that we've seen slash leaked, like Far Cry 5, we kind of talked about, I guess, Assassin's Creed. What do you think of that? It's possible. I mean, we haven't really had an, an Assassin's Creed in the last couple of years. Yeah. So that's always so a possibility, a... but I think... Sorry, go ahead. They kind of got too serialized for a while, so mm. it probably wouldn't hurt to go another year without having that game. Yeah, or maybe like another half year or something. Come out in like March or something like that. Because uh, then they could have Far Cry in... Um... In uh, February, and then they could have Assassin's Creed in March or April or something, and kind of fill the sort of Mass Effect gap. Gap actually, that was EA, wasn't it? So never mind. Um, but that sort of spring gap that um, you sort of have. Uh, what what other ones are there? There's the crew, I think. No, it was Need for Speed. Yeah, there's been uh, some gun, some uh, GTA. Yeah, um, a new uh, DLC. Uh, as part of their online service called Gunrunners, uh, but they've only shown like screenshots of it, so there's a chance that we could get like a formal announcement for that. Maybe, maybe. Um, do you think anybody will have uh, Red Dead? Maybe Sony. I think. I think no, because probably... Red Dead Two got pushed to 2018, so that would be something more for like you know a fall release for like maybe. Uh, Gamescom in Germany? Maybe, maybe. Uh, so the other ones I've written down is uh, Splinter Cell. Would you like to see that come back? It's been a, it's been a long time. Like, four or five years, I maybe? think, it, you know, it's been a while since we've had... Yeah, it's been about four or five years since we've had a Splinter Cell, and it's definitely been a while since we've had a good stealthy stealth game. game. Mm. So what that's was, definitely a possibility. What was the last kind of stealth game you played that you really got into? I'm not sure that there has been a stealth game that I've really gotten into. Maybe, uh, maybe the last Splinter Cell might have been the might have been like a an Xbox original Splinter Cell game that I got into. It was so wow, stealthy. Okay. That was a while ago. Um, the other game I got here is Skate Four. It's been a long time since we've had a skate game. It's another one that I was kind of thinking of on the list. I was trying to think of games that um, you know we just haven't seen for a long time, and Skate's one of them as well. Um, Assassin's Creed has it has had its leaks and stuff. Did you see the T-shirt thing with Assassin's Creed? I I did not see that, but uh, I I that it's definitely hot on that with uh, Skate Three on Xbox uh, One going backwards and then having that sale and being part of the EA Pass. There's definitely the ability to do that. Um, but a lot of the people involved, you know, skateboarding is kind of a niche market. So, mm. you know, it's one of those things that if they get, they'd have to find whoever is popular now to get them in the game. And I honestly couldn't tell you who is popular now for skateboarding. But the, if they did do a skate four, I would definitely buy it and play it just because I had so much fun with Skate Three. Yeah, sure, it'd be a it'd be a great game to jump jump back into. That's another uh, another one of the high school games that I played with my friend Michael at the time. Uh, he was more into it than me, but. Um, I definitely did enjoy it, and it was some good fun. Um, to any other games, I mean, we, we're going to see South Park. We'll probably see... Um, I mean, EA will be pretty predictable. Sports, Star Wars, some kind of uh, Division or Rainbow Six stuff. Um, 
Yeah. Yep. I mean, EAs. I mean, they're def- Oh, speaking of EAs, I completely forgot about this. Remember uh, a couple, three episodes back when I mentioned that they were taking pre-orders for Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, yeah. and I made the joke saying Infinite is what they expect the game, considering all the the extra bibs and bobs is going to make the game eighty dollars. Yeah. Uh, EA is actually surpassing that with the uh, NBA 2K17 game. Apparently, you have to play the game, and there's like some weird in-game currency that you can buy with microtransactions. The you know Super Gold Elite version of that game is a hundred and fifty dollars for a basketball game. Hmm. Okay. That's a lot of that money. Makes, that makes no sense. I mean, <laughs> that's an insane a lot of money, and it's all for like you know tons of their in-game currency to buy all the special add-ons and whatnots and. I, that just makes no sense whatsoever. The game would not go well with uh, Jim Sterling. He doesn't like... Um, have you heard what he's said before about AAA games? He's basically said like... Yeah, about you, all the mic. Yeah, if you pay $60 for a AAA game... Uh, he used Overwatch as an example, which, fair enough. Um, but he said basically like, if you have a $60 game, there shouldn't be any in-app purchases. Um, which is true. I mean... I'll defend Overwatch a little bit as to say, like, that's one of the optional things. But I, I, I do understand what he means. But the thing is with Overwatch is that the microtransactions of the loot boxes doesn't give you an advantage. It's just, like, cosmetics and stuff, which, sure, you can rank up and you can unlock them. Um, but that's an example where it doesn't give you an advantage. Um, there's I'm sure there's some games out there where you can buy different weapons and stuff i think star wars is maybe an example uh with the season pass you can um buy i think han solo's gun or something without unlocking it so yeah i can certainly see what he means um okay any other predictions that you have uh well obviously ea is gonna be sports 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 ubisoft uh now that we have a re-confirmation of the uh um Release date for uh, st- for the uh, South Park game. We'll definitely see at least a little bit of that. I don't know how much of that they will feature. Yeah. They'll probably just do like the the opening intro to it because I imagine that cinematic's already been done for a year now, so they can just uh, you know pop that up there, show it, maybe do a little bit of the character creation. Hmm. Uh, you know, that's another one of those games that I can't wait to come out because. I think the timing is actually even better. That's going to come out. Uh, well, just had the Wonder Woman release, and then we got Spider Man next month, mm-hmm. and then we've got uh, Thor Ragnarok. I know there's a, a Justice League movies coming out too, so that's four superhero movies alone this year that I can think of. Uh, not counting obviously Guardians of the Galaxy, which came out a few weeks ago, and so you know that whole video game is about taking the piss out of the fact that there's nine zillion superhero movies. <laughs> so the timing is perfect for it, for the plot. Yeah. Cool. That's uh, that's one of the games that I, you know, I look forward to. The, the people that enjoy those games, I look forward to them enjoying it because uh, um, I might not, I might not play. It. I might just, I might see what it looks like. Like the superhero theme to it has me slightly interested, but as a South Park game, I'm just, just not sure. I'm not as big as a fan of some of the other fans, so. Um, 
Okay, should we finish up and do our Walking Dead spoiler cost? Unless you have anything else? Anything yeah, else? sure. Cool. Um, so what I'm going no, to do... No, we can go ahead and finish it up. Okay, so what I'm going to do is tell us where you can tell you where you can find us uh, to give you a chance to click out the podcast as well. Um, and then I, we can go in and discuss The Walking Dead Telltale Season 3. Uh, so you can find us on the web at entertainmenttalk.org. You can follow us on Twitter at etalkuk. Uh, any inquiries, any feedback can be sent to entertainmenttalk.hotmail.com. Um, yeah, I apologize a little bit for the quality of this podcast. I noticed you said that I cut out a few times. It has cleared up a little bit. I will check the podcast itself and, and try to edit it as best I can. Um, I'll also put a little message at, at the start to uh, explain that as well. Um, and lastly, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Uh, if you also go to about and then go to the support page, you can find out other ways of supporting us as well that won't cost you money. So uh, there's plenty of options out there for you to support us. Uh, so that's everything apart from the spoiler cast. If you're not sticking around for that, we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Unless you're sticking around for the spoiler cast. Um... So to give people a little bit more of a chance to click out, um, what are your kind of general thoughts on the season for the game? Uh, I liked it. Uh, um, I'm not really quite sure why they decided to move away from Clementine as the main character. I mean, she was kind of a focal point uh, in season one, and then she became the main character in season two. Yeah. Uh, didn't have any problems with uh, Javier and uh, his brother, and that kind of family dynamic they were definitely going for in terms of the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just not quite sure why they shuffled off what was arguably the most popular character from the first two seasons into an ancillary role the way they did. Yeah, um, I mean, I think the goal was... I agree that Clementine should have been put in the story a bit more, but I think one of the incentives with that was to push Javi, Javi is it Javi or Javier? Javi? Uh, Javier. Javier. But I think Javi what, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the incentives was to push Javi as like to develop him a lot more because Clementine's had what, 10 episodes or whatever um, from season 1 and 2 so I think maybe the idea was like to push him in as a main character and sort of uh, yeah, get him developed and then get him into the story a bit later with Clementine as well um, to kind of try to push push the two as like main protagonists together. So, um, just to be clear, have you played all the season then? Yes, I played all five episodes. Okay. Um, so which deaths did you have in the season? Uh, let me think. Obviously, uh, Marigold or the the kid. Both the kids died. Uh, David died. Uh, Ava died, and uh, the other dude, uh, the the main guy that you hook up with from Peterson, whose name is I'm blanking on right now. Trip. Yeah, Trip. Trip died too. Okay. What? What? Which Trip death did you have? I had him falling off the overpass after you swing along the helicopter. Blade. Okay, I had the same one, and I'm not convinced that he's dead. Like, what? What was below water? 
wasn't it? Uh, uh, concrete. Oh, it was concrete. Okay, I I thought it was water. So that's kind of why I thought. Yeah, it was that was an overpass. So that was a, a highway over another highway. So. Okay. Yeah, he so, did. Okay. All right, that makes sense then. Um. So yeah, well, with with that scenario, did you go before or after David? Uh, I didn't go after David. I stayed with Kate. Okay, I think yeah, I think I made David go first, and then I went, and then that's where the wing dipped, didn't it? Or like it kind mm -hmm. of broke a bit, and then Trip went and and got it gone afterwards. Um, did Gabe die in your playthrough? Hi, yeah, did Gabe die in your playthrough? Yeah, both him and his sister died in my playthrough. Okay, how what which Gabe death did you get then? Uh, I got the, uh, he killed himself because he was in... Really? After him and David... Yeah, after him and David left, uh, I stayed with Kate. And uh, that went fairly easy because I had uh, Clementine. She trusted me enough to do whatever I chose to do. Okay. And so her, Kate, and Javi shored up the wall with the, the dozer. And then after... After that, we went after David, and there was a car wreck off screen, and so he was dead in the car, and Gabe was by himself, and he'd been bitten, which was kind of weird because he was he was quote unquote bitten, but he wasn't around any zombies, at least none that I could see, and so it was you know it was that un, you know choice that you don't like to where you only have two choices: uh, kill him or let him kill himself. Yeah. So I let him kill himself. Okay. I had the same scenario, but I did it for him. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you get... Because I saw a clip on YouTube, because I looked up some different scenarios after. Did you get a Clementine kiss between Clementine and Gabe? Because uh, I didn't, but I, I saw remember. one after. Um, yeah, I, got I don't her, think I did. I got her to hug him, and then she gave him the, the, like the playing cards, but that was it. So I don't know how you get that to happen. Um, let's go back to the start of the season a bit. Did you have Kane or did you have Jenny? Uh, Kenny. Kane or Jenny? What? Kenny? What? Uh, at the start of the season with uh, Clementine, because when they go for the flashbacks. Oh, I had Kenny. Okay. Um, what did what did you think of his death? Very lame. I'm not yeah. quite sure why he wasn't in. Uh, in my scenario, he wasn't in a seatbelt. And she was trying to drive a car, and she was swerving. Instead of instead of stopping or slowing down, they just kept going. Yeah. His... And so they hit he hit something, and he got flung out the window. Right. Yeah. And then his legs aren't working or whatever, and he says, "Take Gabe," and then the zombies go over and get him. Yeah, I thought it, that was. I was really annoyed at that. I thought that was um, for such a major character in, in my eyes, at least. Uh, that was that was very weak I thought that was that was the yeah that was the weakest part of the season for me um and I'd, I'd also seen did you watch the what happens if you have um Jane with you no I didn't see that she um you remember when her and Luke had sex in the second season if that happened in yours uh she's pregnant and she kills herself uh cause I think what was it? Um, she said, I have to go and do something. And then 
she Clementine had AJ with her, and then Clementine saw like the the pregnancy testing on the side, I think, yep. and then they go into a room and they see her. Um. But yeah, I'd I'd picked to stay with Kenny, so I'd got I'd gotten Kenny's death with that. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything else you want to talk about with the season? Uh, I got, by the end of the third episode, I was really annoyed by the game trying to force a romance between Kate and Javier. I, see, I wanted that to happen, so, um, I was fine with that, because when she gives you the option in the car, she's like, do you want to try this? I was like, yeah, okay, because David's a dick, and I don't like him. Um, did you like David at all? No, I didn't like David at all, but uh, by this, the fourth episode, I was getting a lot of weird conflicts with the character dynamics because I'd see a line of dialogue and I'd select it, Yeah. and whatever came out after that was not nearly related to what I thought it was going to be and what I was going to say, so Gabe kept getting pissed at me because I was trying to calm him down when he was freaking out, and it kept playing off as you know Javi not trusting him or not liking him. And I'm yeah. like, no, that's not what that says, you idiot. And it just got annoying after a while as well. Yeah, I remember, I don't remember specifically which lines I had, but I do remember some of that stuff happening. And then I would try and just fix it as much as possible. Um, in episode, I think it's episode two or three, there's parts where you get the choice to kill a couple of people. Do you remember that? Uh, I know uh, has... Conrad, maybe, or... Uh, it the... was when It was when you had the baseball bat. And, like, you get into a fight with those people. Oh, yeah, that's in uh, 4. Oh, yeah, I, I wailed on him pretty good. Yeah. Um, do you think that must have been, like, a Negan Easter egg of sorts, right? I, it's definitely possible Yeah. a nod to Negan. Like, with the bashing of the skull and everything, so... And the baseball bat. Yeah, But then yeah. again, the main character was an ex-baseball player, so... Maybe, yeah. Um... What else can we talk about with it? Uh, so what did you get the... What did your ending end up like? Uh, my ending was... Uh, Kate and Javi stayed in Richmond to try to fix it up. Uh, Jesus liked me, which is always good. Yeah, I had that. And then uh, Clementine left to go find AJ. And continued to be a badass. What did you think of the after credits thing with her? Um, when, like, she, she takes out those zombies. Or walkers. Hello? Hello? Sorry, what did you say? Hello? Yeah, what? I, you were in complete silence. I, I didn't hear what you said. What did you think of, um, the after credits thing where Clementine's killing those zombies? I thought it Uh, it was a little mechanical, but it, it was good. I did like the ending to where they showed the personality of each character, uh, that how they developed, and then gave exa- specific examples of why they developed that personality. I thought that was in- interesting. Yeah, I thought that was very good as well. Um, I did take screenshots of each one, and I think what I'm going to try and do in my season review, that I'll try and write, um, I'll maybe try and put the photos in the post for it, or, or on the post for it. Um, so yeah, what do you think season four looks like? Because it's a Clementine story will continue. Yeah, I hope we get back to Clementine being the main story, because yeah. that was a character that I was interested in. 
Yeah. Um. So, what what do you think of Jesus in the season? Uh, I was kind of hoping it'd be this, the voice would be the same actor that plays him on the show, just because I do like his representation on the show a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not that familiar with the character with the comic books. I outside the first the first uh, episode, the first issue of the comic that was released free uh, digitally on uh, the iTunes store a while back. I haven't read any of the comics, so okay, my yeah. complete. My complete frame of reference is uh, is the TV show. Yeah, he was he was really good this season. I quite liked him. Uh, he wasn't used loads, but he was used just often enough. Um, he was more of like a recurring character. So yeah, they definitely made him more of a badass in terms of fighting style in the uh, the video game. Yep. Um. What else is there? Um. So yeah, season four will hopefully be like a AJ rescue storyline. Um, anything else you want to talk about with the season? Uh, no, it was, it was good. I kind of plowed through it because I wanted to get the full experience while I had the time. I, I might do another playthrough uh, in a bit, try to get some different scenarios going, see what happens. Cool. All right. Um... Yeah, I think that's about all I have to say for the season as well. If there's anything else I can think of, I shall bring it to a future podcast. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Again, I apologize for the audio glitches um, that you may hear. I'll try and edit it as best as possible. But thanks for listening, and as always, we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Goodbye.